This is the Business English Podcast, episode 143, Why Less is More at Work. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Hello, Lindsay. How are you? I'm I'm feeling 110% today, Michelle. I'm 110%. feeling fantastic. That's good. That's good. So do you, but do you often feel that like when you're doing work or other things really that you push yourself to be 110%? Kind of. Yeah. And it might not always be the best thing. <laughs> I kind of mm. do. I sort of am a very hard worker almost to a fault sometimes. And I really... um I'm very earnest in my work. Like I want to do everything right. Very, I'm too thorough. When I, work. Yeah. I think there's there's something to be said for doing the minimum at first until you've proved that that project is going to move forward or proving that this is a good idea for what you, for, I don't know. There's, there's steps, there are grades of effort we can put in as we progress further. I just go all in at first immediately, which is too much. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I well, mean? Do you do, I, I, do you mean do you mean you get like wrapped up in the details or yes oh absolutely mm -hmm. I I do both I I get too into the weeds that's a great expression to get into yeah, the yeah. weeds I was thinking that expression too yeah bonus expression but I also try to get high level so I try to pull between the two and it doesn't work like you can, you mm. kind of either need to be in the weeds or high level interesting I try to yeah. do both and it just, and then somewhere in the middle too it's not good yeah <laughs> I can definitely get into the weeds like I can I can get caught up in details of things and that can like yeah. slow me down and in certain in certain types of work like I'm you know more of a creative thinker and I you know so that oh, so yeah. that can kind of like I can kind of get obsessed with like checking things and like oh did I do you know that kind of thing yeah. so well, it's hard, right? Because someone has to pay attention to details, right? Otherwise, right. things won't get done properly. Um, but maybe it's a matter, I'm not sure, we'll see what we learn today. But maybe it's a matter of understanding this work session is about high level work. This work session is about the weeds. Mm. And I separate it depending on what ah, I'm working Ah, very interesting. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. <laughs> so yeah. So guys, remember to hit follow wherever you listen to the Business English Podcast, because then the episodes will come right to your doorstep. Not yes. really to your doorstep, but you're not <laughs> going to have to search for them. You'll find out when there's a new episode and you can just listen to it right away. Yeah. It's your digital doorstep, which is your podcast digital listening doorstep. queue. Uh, they'll just show up for you guys. There's no effort. You don't have to remember to go back to us. We drop into your queue three days a week, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. You don't have to miss a single episode and Business English Podcast is growing fast. So a lot of people are starting to find this podcast, getting excited yeah. about it. So join the crew. <laughs> Love it. Right. Okay. So Lindsay, today we're going to talk about this great article um, that I found on uh, the Harvard, Harvard Business Review. So that's hbr.org. And we are going to talk about this article and share our opinions. Um, and just uh, it's, it's going to be really interesting, this idea. So the article is called To Build a Top Performing Team, Ask for 85% Effort. So this Ooh. is by, interesting, right? This Very is by Greg McKeown. Um, hope I pronounced that correctly, but um, from June 8th, 2023. So yes. fairly recently. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So Lindsay, this article discusses 
how much like how so much is expected of employees and how it's not enough to like how a lot of companies are now kind of expecting a lot of their employees and offering something for wellness. Like, mm-hmm. so, so they, you know, it's like, you know, you have so much and then you add something for wellness and then it's kind of like, well, but you're still expecting so much. So what the article says is, uh, it says a quote, instead of maximum effort equals maximum results, a better formula is optimal effort equals maximum results. Mm-hmm. Less effort can actually lead to more success. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. So what do you think of that idea, Lindsay? What does that mean? Optimal effort? Yeah, this is something. So I agree, but I agree because it's a principle that I've learned over the last few years of business uh, that often the people who work less do better. <laughs> mm. um, what I mean by that, it's sort of confusing, but I've seen I've seen people like who have become very successful, let's say in the online in the podcasting space or the online business space, people will call themselves lazy, but that actually means they don't want to get into the weeds like we've just talked Mm -hmm. about. And when you Mm -hmm. get into the weeds, you become like on a hamster wheel, you get on a hamster wheel Mm -hmm. and you can't actually grow a company that way. And so what people do who are quote unquote lazy, they put systems into place so they don't have to deal with the weeds and that grows the company faster. So I disagree. I think we should always come to work with a hundred percent effort wanting to do the very best for the company we work for, for ourselves, for our own integrity at work, we should be 100%. Like, it doesn't mean we're going to show up to work and say, I think it's 85 is enough. I totally disagree with that. Um, But from a business perspective, it's actually smarter to do a little less. Like, for Mm. example, if I want to partner All Is English with a big company, and I want to pitch us to a company, maybe for licensing, I'm not going to spend five hours creating a huge pitch deck before I even know if we're a match. Instead, I'm going right. to throw, throw out some simple questions by email, maybe have a meeting, mm. see if we're um, philosophically aligned. And then when I've proved there's a business case for working together, then I'll make that pitch deck. But I'll make it as minimal as I can, kind of minimal viable yeah. effort. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it yeah. does. It does. Because, you know, otherwise you can spend so much time doing something and it doesn't work out. And so you have to, uh, yeah. what do they say? Work, work, Don't work hard, work smart. Isn't that what they yeah, say? Yeah, that's the point. That's what I mean. So I think we should always come to work saying, I'm going to do the very best I can, you know, mm-hmm. but sometimes that's actually working a little less, doing mm-hmm. a little less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Exactly. So guys, we also have uh, episode 109 of the Business English podcast, which is how to talk about stress in English. So a mm. good one to kind of match with this. Yes. Yeah, that ties uh, in with this too. Tell us a little bit more about sure. the article. I'm interested. Yeah. Well, the article talks about burnout and how you need to take it easy uh, a little bit to be productive. So if you're working so hard all the time, you will burn out. Lindsay, have you ever felt burnt out? Oh my gosh, Michelle, totally. The worst case of burnout I had was um, around the holidays of last year uh, when I, I came back from Argentina, like uh, three weeks in Argentina. Argentina and immediately I was burnt out again. It was incredible. And I thought to myself, what is what is wrong? Like what's going on? And it does come back to this thing. There's so many things we could be doing in our business workday. So we have to be selective about what we do and how much effort we put in. We stage our effort gradually. We unleash mm. it gradually, not all at once. 
Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good point. I mean, they, they you know, one, one thing they mentioned was about how people doing like racing, actually racing, do mm. worst when they try their hardest early on, right? Like, yes. I've definitely seen like, haven't you seen like races where like even horse races, like people, horses, whoever's racing, and then somebody's always in the lead and from the start and I feel like that person usually doesn't win, right? Oh, yeah, totally. It's kind of like uh, when you're dating someone, you're just checking them out. Like you don't put that much effort into, you yeah. know, if you're imagining a partnership with a company, you don't put in that much effort at first. You yeah. don't go all yeah. in at first. You ask questions, you're selective, you're careful, you hold back. And yeah. then when you know it's a good opportunity, when you know this person is maybe marriage material, for example, as they say, <laughs> then you're going to go after them. You're going to go all in and be a hot. That's yeah. when it is the time for a hundred ten percent effort, I believe. Right. 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 Yes, so. exactly. Yeah. It reminds me of that story, the tortoise and the hare, right? Like, yeah. you know, that the, the, if you like move too fast, you know, you think, oh, I'm just going to, you know, it's so easy and I'm going to be, I'm faster and I can get more done. <laughs> but actually, then you just can burn out. Things can fizzle. So yeah. it, can be, it can be tricky. I remember reading that story as a kid. Did you read that yeah. as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. It's always a good lesson. Yes. It's a good but, lesson. Uh, but yeah, in the article, it suggested some things for managers to start Ooh. doing to working on this idea. So guys, okay. if you are if you are a manager, even if you're not a manager, these are good things to think about. So we're going to talk, they listed a bunch. We're just going to talk about three. And so we'll talk about our opinions of these. Um, so the first one they talked about is they called it done for the daytime. Okay. So they said transformational managers insist on a reasonable time for employees to leave work. So Lindsay, what do you mm -hmm. think about that? Like having like a, no, you, you're done. Yeah. I think this is so important. Absolutely. Because we know that work expands to fit the time allotted, right? Yes. That's a principle. Uh, I always agree with that. I agree with that so much. It's so true. We learn it every time. We have to relearn this. It's like we don't fully learn it. We realize it again and again. So if I say, okay, our company works for four hours a day. That's it. We're going to have very high level. Immediately, you have to say, what's the important task? And what yeah. can I, what can I systematize? What can I assign to someone else? Right. Yeah. What am I going after? What am I going to wait to do later? You'd actually probably get just as much work and growth done in the four hours than you would in the eight or the 10 or mm -hmm. the 20. You know, I work mm -hmm. probably, I work like 11 hours a day, right? Ooh. I work a lot, maybe 10, maybe not that much. I don't know. Maybe nine hours a day, but I could probably do the same work in five. Interesting. Oh, so like, do you plan to try and yeah, yeah? I was on a call yesterday like, yeah. with a guy who was saying that he has um started to say that he leaves the office at three every day, you know, and that's it. Yeah. Like he just is gone, so he gets all his work done between nine and three. It's working for him, so I don't know. Maybe we'll see. You should do it. You should I do should it. it. I should try it. What else, Michelle? Why not? What, what's yeah. another thing? Uh, the other thing is they said to it says ask your employees to work at eighty five percent. So this is interesting. Mm. So it actually says you can say you know like what does it feel like to be at one hundred percent intensity, and then follow up. How can we? Can you keep this closer to the eighty five percent level? So that's interesting. So you, what do you think of that, Lindsay? Asking your employees to work at eighty five percent. What do you think? I, I think it's a little dangerous if you phrase it this mm -hmm. way because it could get misunderstood, <clears throat> right? Like you're not. <clears throat> I think what he means in this article is it's not that you're saying just be a little lazier. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think what he, or 
let's let's rephrase that. Just I think you I don't I don't think he's saying like try a little less hard, be a little yeah. less uh, uh, aspirational. I think he's saying be more selective about the work we do do and be smarter about how you what you do and how you assign work mm -hmm. out, systematize things. But I think if you just say work at eighty five percent. It's like People saying go and run a race, but run it, run at 85% of the how fast you could go, which is not the right message. That's what I right. think. Yeah. Right, right, right. So you want to be clear with this. Definitely. I would say I would say something different. I would phrase that totally different. I probably wouldn't use the percentages because it could be misunderstood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else? Is there something else here, Michelle? All right. This is one more I want to talk about. So this is interesting. So it says ask for decisions to be correct 85% of the time. So okay. again, Lindsay, this is interesting. Yeah. Well, this one I agree with more. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, no, I understand what they're saying here. Yeah. So they basically say, um, this is about perfectionism. So yeah. they talk about, um, they, the article talks about excellence seeking perfectionists, right? Yes. Um, and also failure avoiding perfectionists. Oh, right. So someone who feels like nervous that they're, you know, things aren't work aren't do, going as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Um, but like, this is basically if you ask for decisions to be correct, 85% of the time, it says people might feel less stressed. But I also think, yeah, if you, it, it just might make you like less anxious about decisions. So you might make them faster. And they're probably going to be the same decisions anyway, it kind of like takes a burden off of this is what I think it takes takes a burden off of your mind to make yeah. the decision like, oh, if it's not okay, it's okay. Like, I just like have to be correct most of the time. And like, yeah, you're probably going to be correct anyway, but it takes away that anxiety. What do you think? Yeah, I like this. I, I think this would be something I would want to introduce to a team, right? This is something I would say, not the prior one, but this one, because if you don't do this, if you say you need to be correct in your decisions 100% yeah. of the time, you stifle innovation, right? right? Because right. of course you're going to be wrong, probably more yeah. than 15% of the time, right? That's how we innovate. Like think about it all there's English, all the things that we've tried that haven't quite worked out. It's been a lot of things that we thought would be great and they just didn't work. And mm -hmm. but if we hadn't tried those things, we wouldn't have learned. And so absolutely, yeah. especially in a small early stage company, you have to do this. It gets harder, yeah. though, for our listeners who work at the corporate level, like more legacy companies that have been around forever. I'm sure right. that like, how do you create that culture of innovation? You have to have that thinking of like 75% right. of the time, 60% right. of the time you know? Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I totally agree. I mean, yeah. Lindsay, there is so much more. It was hard for me to choose which ones to talk about from this article. So yeah, guys, I we encourage you to read this. Um, but just before we go, a couple key uh, key words, right, from today. Burnout, right? Mm -hmm. That feeling burnout. of like, oh, I can't do it anymore. So I'm experiencing burnout because my supervisor has made me work 70 hours a week for five weeks. So Ooh, that's burnout. tough. That's, that's tough. tough. <clears throat> or stress. There's so much stress in my office because of all these intense deadlines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, or expectations. I want to adjust my expectations so my employees can work better overall. So yeah. some key ideas, terms to walk away with today. Yeah. I mean, I, for a takeaway, guys, you know, especially if you're living in the States, yo, check out Harvard Business Review. We get it delivered to our house. Mm -hmm. It's a nice thick magazine. You could spend hours reading through it. And it's really good, especially for you know moving up to leadership levels in your company. A lot mm -hmm. of interesting things, provocative articles, things to think about. 
I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I love the articles on there. So that's great. Uh, but yeah, think about your, if you're a manager, think about your management style. Or if you're an employee, think about your, you know, your working style and can anything be changed? Right. Um, yes. I'm also, I also wonder if this is different across cultures, you know, mm. do, do different, uh, are there different expectations or like, are there a different value placed <clears throat> on, yeah. you know, these things like decision-making and stress and things like that. So interesting. Right. Because I'll just say a little something about the culture yeah. piece. I think in another culture, maybe like Japan, I don't know for sure, but I lived there for a while. I would imagine that question around you have to be right 85% of the time would be presented more to the team rather than the mm. individual. My mind went immediately to one person making a decision. Did you did mm. you go there? Yes. 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 Okay. Actually. So I think that's cultural. Right. Interesting. I have a feeling that in like a Japanese company, maybe some like Asian companies or other part anywhere in the world, it might be about our team has to make this decision correctly 85% of the time. So there's always a cultural layer yes. there, Michelle. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Good point, Lindsay. So yeah, well, guys, check this article out. Really, you know think about all this stuff. There's a lot to, there's a lot to think about here. So, but yes. uh, and we gave you some key terms. So anyway, hope you enjoyed today's episode and can, uh, can start implementing some of these ideas. Yeah, guys hit follow. If you on want. The, yeah. If you want, if you want, <laughs> of course, you could always choose, but go ahead and hit follow on business English. If you like our conversation, the topics we get into hit follow to become a subscriber, a regular listener. All right, Michelle, I'll talk to you next time. Have a good day. Bye, Lindsay. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.